Listening Dog Media. Rocket. Six Nations Special. Who came up with this name, by the way? Rocket. I mean, I thought we agreed on fuck it, but um, Rocket probably is a bit more appropriate. The, uh, the other names were Rugby Heart, In Touch, Rugby Pulse, Pick It Up. We finalised on Rocket. But what I really like is the caricature no. that has been created, right? Listen, the caricature be created for Rocket. And uh, if you noticed, somebody's added hair to my face. I do look like Tim Nice but Dim, but they've added hair to my face. And I, I'm so chuffed. I showed my wife and she said, that's not you. That was you 15 years ago. But you look all right. You've got a bit of grey beard. Mate, mine seems to be actually of the modern times is all I'm saying. He's taking a picture. Whoever's done this... Uh, <laughs> appalling drawings taking a picture and I seem to have about three chins and a huge jowl um, hang on and a you, no, that's not. Taken, hey, that's that's pretty accurate. I'm not being funny. It might you be said, accurate. You just said on. you feel you're trying you're... to make friends early in this podcast, <laughs> aren't we? We had to get a special chair for you to sit on without squeaking. That's how heavy you are coming yeah, back from South Africa. More than fat. We all know that, don't we? Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nicky. What was it like in 2004 with you? Well, I'm glad you said that because you probably haven't done your research. What happened you is didn't I get selected. no, no, you no, retired. no. I retired. So you what retired. happened? No, but let me explain. This is quite funny. So basically, I came back and I thought about it, and it was, I, basically, I couldn't touch my toes. My back was all over the place, and needed another another operation. So I thought, Do you know what? Now's the time to retire. So I phoned up Clive. I said, Clive, listen, I'm not going to be available for the Six Nations. I'm going to retire. And he said. Good decision, okay, so, um, but I don't want you to announce it until Monday. And I said, why is that? And he goes, because I want to announce the squad and I don't want any side distractions. And I said, okay, fine. So on Monday, he, he basically announced the squad with me not in it. And he said, I'm dropping Kieran Bracken from the squad. <laughs> Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. 2002. Do you remember you did a number on Johnny Wilkinson, stopped him playing, you kicked the living shit out of me and I got dropped after that so I lost my place in the England team and the World Cup team because of you Serge Betts. oh my goodness <laughs> do you remember Kieran, I'm so sorry to hear that I, I didn't have that uh, knock on effect on on your career <laughs> you did but um, yeah you it, enjoyed it, that you day know. what was your plan yeah, what was your plan just to, just Johnny and me just do us over it was wasn't it uh, no, no, it wasn't that easy, Kieran. Uh, you know, uh, French team are always uh, um, challenging to to be at the, their best against England. And uh, I think, yeah, there's uh, a lot of uh, rivalry. And also the year before, I think you England smashed France yeah. at Twickenham very, very heavily. Mm. And I think most of the players were there at the, at the game. I wasn't there. I was dropped because of my yellow card on the 2000 opening Six Nation, and uh, I have to work out and uh, I have to say I made a, a point of uh, being at my best against uh, us which is you and uh, Johnny Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter the brand new rugby podcast Shorzy's sort of speaking to him and uh, says oh and, and looks at him and he's disconsolate uh, back his boater. Yeah. He's, got, he's got his head down as if they've lost the game, as if he's the one that's given the last minute penalty away or what might have been. And he said, hey, hey, mate, you know, well done. Congrats on your debut. I love playing with you. You know, you did well, 50 minutes. Yeah. He goes, no shoesy. No shoesy. This is back his boater, by the way. That's pretty good. No, no shoesy. It was not good. And he goes, well, why? What happened? It must be something I didn't see. And he goes, mate, 
I have played in World Cup finals, won a World Cup final, won Super Rugby Championships, beaten the British Lions. I've got 90 caps for my country, but never, ever on a rugby field have I had a finger stuck up my arm. <laughs> Shaw's he's like laughing away and he goes, oh mate, you know, it happens, this is France, say la vie. Oh, and he goes, Shawzy, not once, but twice. <laughs> the brand new rugby podcast. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. But he's also a great character, Sean Edwards. And um, I remember being at a wedding with, <laughs> you know, you can take the guy out of Wigan, but you can't take Wigan out of yeah. uh, Sean. And yeah, you, you see his press conference with a broad Wigan accent <laughs> doing his Del it. Boy French. I loved it. And uh, I was at a wedding with him about five years ago and uh, he turns up and he's got his school school black trousers on he's got a short white uh, collared shirt as if he was a he was the chauffeur driver there his sense of fashion's never been no um you know too high up in his list of priorities and he's wearing black trainers i said oh yeah you got trainers on there sean have you got you know a foot injury or something you're coming from operations you know sore feet blisters whatever it might be is no mate no i always wear trainers out oh. doesn't matter how smart or formal the occasion, always wear trainers. And why is that? And he goes, because if you get in a fight, right, no. you get good grip on the floor. No, you're wearing leather soles. <laughs> you're wearing leather soles. You slip everywhere. You know, if you're swinging a punch, you rotate, you fall on the floor. I say, I've done it once. I'm not going to do it again. Can this is appalling Wigan accent. I was just going to say and then it, But he also gives another reason. He, goes, yeah. he says, also, it's the best footwear for running away from police. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I just thought, you know what? There's yeah. reason behind this. So I, 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 I can't really argue with it. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter, the brand new rugby podcast. One of my worst games I ever played against South Africa, used Van der Vestes and ran around me twice, scored two tries. But I remember my, one of my first games for Bristol, I was 19 years old and I was, honestly, I was very nervous and we were playing against Clifton. And I remember in the first 10 minutes, big fight, which I obviously didn't get involved in because I'm, I'm a student. And um, anyway, I, I remember I, I, I threw a pass, intercept try. I missed a couple of tackles, they scored. I gave away five or six penalties, came in at half time, and I'm sat there thinking, oh, this is shocking. I get a round of applause. I think this is nice, and I realise I'm in the wrong changing room. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket, Kieran Bracken, Nick Easter, the brand new rugby podcast. There's somebody, there's somebody here um, in, in the studio who's out of work at the moment. Um, <laughs> who's, who's that? And that'll be you, Nick Easter. Who's Mate, I've got keen, plenty, plenty on, he's, son. He's, plenty he's, on. He's, he's keen to find something, <laughs> and I'm not not being funny. His dress, his dress sense ain't great, okay? But if you need any yeah. bouncers, he looks the part. Or backing dancers who just... Mate, you need there. a roadie. If you need a roadie, <laughs> I'm in. Listen, we need to fill a couple of slots on tour. So I'll have, a, I'll have a chat with the boys. I can't promise anything. Okay. But I'll see what I can do. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. And I remember the first time I carried a ball out, a ball up uh, against one of the sides. It Rugby was, ball, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. First time I carried one, I was expecting the guy just to be dipping, ready to tackle, you know, or maybe upright, so I might fend him off, whatever it might be. He stepped out of the way, just like a matador. But then grabbed my bollocks or grabbed everything, my genitalia. And that's what that's that's what they like to use yeah. in the papers. Grabbed my genitalia, gave it a hell of a fucking yank, mate. Really? I spilt the ball, mate, because oh, there, there's two more important balls to look after, I tell you that. I just went for him. I just fucking went for him. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. Doddy Weir, the great Doddy Weir, gets the ball and he runs at me, bumps me off, and as he bumps me over, I sort of lie on my back, I'm sort of like a turtle 
turned over with my legs in the air and he stamps on my genitalia right now thing is the forwards they always what they would do is before the game they would show their studs to the referee being these small little studs and then when the referee had gone out they'd take out a new pair of boots which would like have massive studs on so what he's done he's he's stamped on my genitalia and everywhere around it full force 19 stone and i've had that moment of sickness in my stomach i'm in absolute agony i'm like oh my god and it, it took me three or four minutes to sort of try and forget about it but eventually i forgot about it we won the game and in the game i'm having a shower and i sort of as i'm as i'm washing down there i sort of notice something around my uh, my my arsehole and i'm thinking what is that something stuck to me now what i used to do for pain relief is i used to get a suppository put it up there and effectively within about 15 minutes my back pain would be gone so i could touch my toes and pass a ball Anyway, so I presumed it was uh, something that would be congealed and it was sort of stuck to me. So I tried to get scissors to basically cut this piece off and I couldn't do it. What then, pieces? Exactly, listen, it gets worse. So I go into the, <laughs> physio, get the I go into the physio's room and I, and I give him a scissor. And I said, look, something stuck to me. I think it's congealed from the suppository. Can you just cut it out? So I sort of open my cheeks and he looks down and he goes, oh my God. And I've gone, what, what? So he didn't explain. He then runs into the changing room and says, boys, boys, come in here. You've got to have a look at this. So they, so I've got my cheeks open. And I'm, what, what? And they're all like, oh my God. So what's happened is these long studs, Doddy Weir, he stamped on my on me and one of his studs has gone into my arsehole and has come out and ripped two inches off my arsehole right now when i say pain i mean pain then i had to have a, uh, an anesthetic injection for the pain which was agony and then i had it stitched up rocket with kieran bracken and nick easter the brand new rugby podcast what's the first so what's the fun but i i, I remember the, the the i remember the uh the the, the welsh fan running in oh head the bus yeah so what's the story in that well, have head, you ever told that have we you ever told two, two, well that's happened a few times i've but uh, I remember 2009 that was Jono's first Six Nations first away game and uh, they did exactly the same and um, so what happened and Simon Kemp doctor, you know remember yes. Simon Kemp so yes. it was his last Six Nations and um, you know bearing in mind obviously he's head of medical and we've got doctors and physios and what have you on there because yeah. the national team and you suddenly see this guy's pouring with blood you know headbutted the bus scrummed up bound, bound up with his mate gone for a flying headbutt on the front of the bus um, absolute lunatics mate it, it's, it's one of the great things isn't it when you drive in well we, we don't uh, stay too far when you drive in the car to the yeah, Millennium yeah. State it's brilliant and when you're driving out after the game especially if you've, won, you've won you just won, want yeah. to get out of Dodge and uh, he's flown in blood pouring all over himself he's done some serious damage to himself <laughs> and uh, it sort of simmered down a little bit people around him are sort of not as drunk as they were when they were abusing us and giving us the V sign and wanker sign and what have you and so the bus driver's opened his door and uh, the, his mate stepped out and said, look, you know, we need a bit of medical attention here. You know, is there anyone on the bus that can help? And Simon Kent's gone, look behind him gone, unfortunately, there's no medics at all on this bus. <laughs> like, he's shut the door and he's like, 
You yes, wonder that, why the Welsh hate the English. That might that might have happened in two, you say two thousand and nine. But the story I that was that story was told a long time ago before that when I was playing. And it, it is in the amateur days. Uh, what was the stadium called then? Don't tell me Simon Kemp was your doctor. No, no, he was. Simon Kemp was the doctor. This is going in the way, amateur days. No, not in the amateur days. This is this is. Just, it was going professional, and I remember what happened was well, this 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 lad runs at, runs at the bus. Wax the bus, has another run, wax the bus, has another run. He's, he's bleeding everything. Uh, yes, the joke oh, is. Is this a Jason Leonard? Yeah, so, the, yeah, so yeah. the story is so they come on, this guy's knocked himself out. Is there a medic on the bus? And everyone goes, no, fuck it, he's Welsh, leave him. That's what, that's what. But then someone said, well, why was he running at the bus? And it, the bus? And it turns out he's running at the bus because Jason Leonard, who sold his tickets at about four grand of cash and was waving these pink notes at him, going wanker with all these pink notes. Is that, was that the story you've heard? No, I've heard that one before yeah I've yeah. heard that one yeah. mopping which, his brow with which, his 50 pound notes yeah whether it's true or not think, doesn't mate, really matter he's probably just, just keeping them just <laughs> to make sure he can get out and over the seven bridge <laughs> good times though good times the brand new rugby podcast Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. So should we talk about should we talk about rugby and um, you know a bit like Brexit I suppose with me being a Saracen um, you got a chance to uh, give me some stick about Saracens relegation, the wage cap, and everything. I mean, I, you look, my house out in Baritz that I've just come back from um, has nothing to do with this. Is it your but, house? Is it, <laughs> is it Nigel's or one of the directors? Oh, do you know what? I'm so embarrassed. I came out about a month ago and said that <laughs> I said, listen, I think it's unfair. I think it's only because they've won trophies that they're making an example of them and. And then, you know, each step, Saracens just just kept taking a... Oh, just, I mean, their PR. Then then they agreed to relegation. They get Ed Griffiths involved, who, by the way, fired me from Saracens. That's a separate story. They get him involved. And then after 26 days, he gets the boot because he's been doing dodgy things with the uh, with the cricket lot. Um, I'm allowed to say that with lawyers in the room. But, well, you know, subject to review what he's been up to. But um, Alleged. Allegedly. But I just can't believe they got him back involved and then fired him. I mean, it's just a PR disaster. So um, the only dodgy thing I ever did with Saracens is when I was trying to get my contract upped and they wouldn't up the salary. And I said, all right, look, insure my car. And they said, okay, and I signed the contract and I bought a DB7, right? <laughs> Which cost them about five grand. They weren't happy. But then <clears throat> then I crashed it. Uh, I crashed the car, 40 grand's worth of damage. And um, and basically, they had to pull all the insurance from all the players and no one knew why, and that was me. But I just can't believe it. Look, they got relegated. And it's seismic, isn't it? Because we're, we're here to talk about Six Nations and um, really interesting, you know, how the players are feeling about it. But it's massive. And what, what I think we talked earlier, what's really interesting is, you know, <clears throat> You know, is the Premiership now a dead rubber apart from, you know, the the you know the top four are going to the final? It, you know, it'd be interesting to see if 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 the sort of interest is there anymore for, for now that they're relegated. Well, I think this this will put a, a bit of closure to that argument, won't it, about ring fencing? I think because yeah. there's quite a bit of the Premiership to go because of the World Cup is actually going longer, so there's you know substantial part of the season left. And I'm a big fan of not ring fencing and having relegation in there. Always have been, and actually. If they're complying with the salary cap laws mm. in the championship where there is no cap, but they're complying with the laws, the laws are in the premiership, you're allowed two marquee players. So yep. what's stopping Billy 
getting all his brother's salary in there for the next four years, right? And yeah. his, and yeah. that Fazzy's for the next four years, yeah. right? And then they come back into the premiership and they paid about 50 grand and then you go and sign in some more. Now, look, I'm sure after all this absolute debacle... They won't, they won't let them do it, will they? they absolute debacle, you're going to get proper governance, independent mm. governance. Um, Premier Rugby are under pressure as well for the way they've handled it. And stuff like that will not be allowed to do. And if you do go anywhere near it, you're going to get kicked out. And I hope that's the way they go about it because it really has dragged rugby. You know, it's been the the most, it's been the biggest scandal. You know, we were part of a little thing called Bloodgate, which you brought up. But uh, ultimately, that was only six games, roughly, wasn't it? Not uh, <laughs> not five seasons. So five times 30 was 150 oh. games versus six or something like that. Rocket, Kieran Bracken, Nick Easter, the brand new rugby podcast. And my favourite story about Graham, Graham Roundtree, right? And I played with him for, you know, in the amateur days and the professional days with England. But but three minutes into the, into every match when there was a break in play he would he would get in a group right and we'd all be in a huddle chatting about what's happening next and he would basically pull his shorts aside pull his cock out and piss in the middle of the pitch wherever we were wherever we were <laughs> and like you know you know in Paris in the Millennium every, he did it every single time hydrating mate every now and again every now and again the the boys would, as he's pissing, would just like move out so the cameras could get a good shot at it, which was a bit unruly. But my favourite. And the next thing you know, mate, you've <laughs> yeah. got uh, you've got your hooker and your tired face planting <laughs> in exactly the puddle. That oh, nice! My favourite, my favourite, my favourite. Tr- this is a true story, and people have nicked this story, uh, but this is a true story. So my second game was against Wales. Right, so first one, beat New Zealand, came in for Five Nations as it was then, and I'm rooming with Jason Leonard, right? So this is the amateur day. So this is a Wednesday night, and he's all dressed up. I said, where are you going? He says, I'm, he says, I'm going out. And so are you. I said, but we, we play on Saturday against Wales. He goes, don't worry, they're shit. It's like a bye, <laughs> right? So what do I do? I go out with, with him, and I, it's the worst thing you can do, at my, you know, at 21, 22, and he's sort of like, and he's 23 stone, and I'm 11 stone, 12 stone. And anyway, I'm drinking with him, pint shot, pint shot. And I'll leave the nightclub, as you do, get back to the hotel, and the, the management are down in the pub on the ground floor. So I, this is true. I climb up the fire escape to the third floor, and as I'm getting in to, my, to the top floor, I can see Jack Rowell and Les Cusworth, the England coach, on the bottom looking up. Who's that? Who's that? Anyway, emergency meeting in the morning. So Jack Rowell says, I'm disgusted. One of the players came in pissed. That's a disgrace. And I didn't see who it was. Will Carlin, you're going to deal with it. So all the management uh, go out and I'm shitting myself and I'm just about to stand up and open up. And Will Carlin says, right, who was it? And Jason Leonard put his paws on my shoulders and stood up and said, listen, boys, it weren't me. Because I got in at half past fucking six, so <laughs> so that was it. That was my that was very different in those days. It wasn't about we weren't getting paid. It was just about having a crack and um, and and trying to stay out with Jason. So the message is, I mean, uh, yeah, the the message is, do not you right. try it was and drink. Wasn't it? it wasn't yeah, right before. Do it was not try and drink with Jason Leonard. That's the uh, the upshot of it all. But it's a different times now. Protein shake meant something very different when I was playing rugby uh, in the early days. But yeah, all very professional. Do you reckon they go out and get on it nowadays? Or? I think they leave it till the end of the tournament, don't they? Because you right. you would know that when you made your debut, you had a drink with all the players, yeah, exactly. all the players around. Oh unless, you're God, Finn, that, unless you're Finn Russell. Oh yeah, just, when you get your first cap. I that mean, was horrendous. For man. those who don't know, you know, I don't know where they do it now, but it was basically custom that the, whoever gets the first cap obviously drinks with his own teammates, but every player in the opposition brings a drink to the new cap and they're expected to, to neck it 
and you cannot refuse a drink from anyone until you're sick. So the amount of people not able to go up and get the first cap because they're sick. St- uh, sick. Steve Ajomo was like unconscious, getting sick. Matt Perry the same, getting sick. And it just, yeah, it's just I, they don't do, don't do that now, do they? No, they don't do it now, mate. And that's they won't uh, wait, the wait mem- for the, the last one, I do they? Is exactly that. We went to the Royal Lancaster Hotel after probably a lot of beers with friends and family in Twickenham after the game then on the bus then you sing your song George Shooter's got triple whiskies lined up for me oh. and all the Leicester lads um, and then you're carrying on and the guys are coming up with full glasses of red wine and snake bite and black and I got my cap I managed I managed to withhold until I got my cap didn't know what was going on and then it was time and Vicks was Captain Phil Vickery top guy real people's person guided me through the melee into the toilet and everything as soon as we get there couldn't hold it in projector oh. vomited all over some old alakadu in there who's washing his hands in black tie as well back then it was always black tie wasn't it all over him I just bypassed him I don't think I even apologised actually just went into the toilet finished what I had to do come out vixing him and just obviously rubbing his suit off and oh. the bloke comes and shakes my hand and says welcome to the club Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter.